Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. These things right here. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting to hear your reaction. party must follow a twisted road and be prepared for the unexpected in the twisted and the greedy. The adventure begins just as the party has lost the living star, and they must act fast to retrieve it. First from Captain Catapult, the thieving tabaxi who just won't die. Second, from the red dragon, Aurora, who will do anything to win freedom from her tyrannical mother. And third, from a powerful coven of hags that want to devour the turtle and consume its magic. To recover the living star, the party must recover their ship, pass through the gates of the west, and navigate a tangled underground river through an ancient wellspring of magic. This close to the edge of the world, planar boundaries blur and shift, allowing aspects of other planes to seep into the material plane. The party will need to overcome strange and powerful threats that await them in unexpected corners if they hope to succeed. Hey, this is Kent, your Dungeon Master. Do you make stuff for 5e tabletop role-playing games? Maybe it's content, like a new monster, an item, new spell even. Or possibly you make other stuff for 5e games. Miniatures, maps, whatever. Our podcast is opening up sponsorships for your business. And we want to help you advertise what you have and give it a first-hand experience by players for players. So contact us on our Facebook page at the LARP channel or email us directly dragonbornwarlock at gmail.com and let us help you. Boom! Alright! So to pick up where we left off, uh, you guys had gotten to the Westward Gate, which turned out to be like this island river sort of thing that went into a cavern and whatnot. You ran into Aurora, who looked like she was on her deathbed, beaten, battled, and torn. Um, said uh, she did have the um, she did have the your your uh, barrel, your living star, and. Uh, based off what you guys had for conversation in-game, it came across as her realizing that Catapult had taken the Living Star, and so she grabbed Barrel to get Barrel away from Catapult. There was a fight, and the Westward Gates was where she ended up, where hags attacked her, as well as sea serpents. You quickly found out the sea serpents were no joke as one of them nearly outright killed Selene in one hit. And then, yeah. as you got inside the caverns, um, you came across uh, little crystalline creatures called cryodes that use various harmonic sounds, and each cryode gave off a different frequency and different sound altogether. And through those sounds, they would use communication. So after a little bit of uh, 
struggle, you finally found a way to kind of communicate with them on a very basic uh, level and found out that there were two lodestones creating a magical barrier that was preventing you from getting to where your compass was saying uh, barrel was at. Mm-hmm. So you guys were trying to like uncorrupt, as it is, the, uh, the lodestones. You've taken care of the first lodestone, which was the cerulean lodestone. You ended up dealing with a female elf mage who was tra- in the process of transforming into a hag. And the lodestone there was a giant crystal that was giving off shocks of electricity. And she had a, uh, a flesh golem who was healing from electricity. So he was acting as a conduit, like a, a grounding rod to all the electricity and stuff. So it wasn't hurting her. Mm-hmm. You guys showed up and it was attack. And that was where we had left off at. <clears throat> Pretty much. Um, so now you end up having to um oh and when you killed her i i forgot this little part um uh, when you killed her you did find a series of mysterious brews and yeah those were found on her body as you had uh, ended up killing her. Um, so now the next step was to backtrack and go deal with the other lodestone, which meant, or which means, um, backtracking through the tangle to get to the other lodestone. Um, Based off what little bit of exploring you guys were able to do, you could tell that there was one of two routes that would take you to the other lodestone. Basically, two separate tunnels intertwine and meet and take you to the other one. The easier route is to go back the way you came, go across the uh, the throat of water where your ship was basically docked at, and then go in the other way. The other one is... Um, takes a little bit longer which means there's a higher chance of encounters so it's up to you guys to decide which way you want to go i'm gonna go the shorter route Duh. shorter route less and less dangerous at this point yeah less time and while we walk mercer tosses quote unquote tosses celine two potions tells her to you- drink up and then he uh Celine reaches into her bag and hands um, Esther her eight scrolls of mage armor. Bruh, thanks, my guy. <laughs> Stop getting into melee. <laughs> um, Alright, so just as a quick review here, Esther's AC and hit points are 13 and 42, correct? Um, yeah. Uh, Mercer's is 19 and 67. Mm-hmm. Zabax is now 20 because she has the Cloak of Protection and 90 hit yeah. points. And Celine's yeah. AC is a 23 mm-hmm. and we, 76 hit points. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Have we essentially had a long rest since the last no. gameplay? Oh, sh- okay. No. No. You nope. have not had an opportunity for a long rest because... 
the longer Beryl is away from you, the higher the chances that somehow right, the right, hags right. consume his magic. Oh, no turtle soup, man. <clears throat> That's not cool. All right. This needs to move. Actually, we're going to set these right here to help hold down the map. So, who is going to be leading the party once again? Because whoever the leader is, is the one that makes the survival checks. Oh, Last time you guys did it is it was uh, Celine who made the rolls, but uh, I allowed you highest? to have um, yeah. Zabak assist. Yeah, who's got the highest wisdom? I do. Yeah, okay. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Well, hang on. Before we get into that, I need to figure out how long it's going to take. Even taking the shorter route, you still don't know how long it's going to take you. So, oh, this one's going to take you longer. All right. Five hours of travel through the tangle. Oh, man. So, five survival checks. Okay, so you roll to see if you assist me. Yes, sir. Ooh. That's a fail. Um, da, 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 survival. I think I'm gonna make it. So uh, eight, eight. That's a no. All right, you guys actually get to do a tangle encounter. Yay! And not yay. Yay for me. For us, uh, yeah, <laughs> wounded for individuals. You, <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, wait. This scroll of mage armor is mage armor a range of self or touch? Self. That's why. It, it's smarter for if you want somebody to have major armor, you have them cast the spell if they're capable. So, right. at this point, before we even get on our merry way, Esther should be using a scroll of major hey, armor. Yeah, Esther's like, bruh, she pops one open, starts reading aloud like a total dipstick. Okay, but it so, works out. two questions for you. One, I, I already know the answer to this. Major armor is a sorcerer spell, correct? For um, sure. What level of spell is it, and... Do, is it a first level spell? Okay, so you have no problem casting this then. <laughs> now, if I recall, it's your dexterity. Uh, it's 13 plus your dex modifier, correct? I believe so. Probably. And how long does that last? Eight hours. Eight hours, all right. Is it, it's not a concentration. It is not. Right? Okay. All right, so... So how much do it so it adds sixteen to my AC? <coughs> no. Oh. That it becomes your AC. Oh. Yeah, you're not Man. gonna you're not gonna be the mobile tank. <laughs> I was like, bro, let's go. <laughs> no, because if that was the case, Celine would be just using it. She would have kept it. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking jacked. Or Merce or Mercer would have pilfered it from her. Yeah. Alright, so um, as you guys are maneuvering through the tangle, you those of you who have uh, spellcasting capability start to get a mild sense of magic, like not even needing to use detect magic, it's just 
that feeling that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. They don't mm -hmm. like that. And the pathway you're on seems to be a one-way pathway that seems to lead to this point. You come into a small room that is uh, 15 feet high, and the room itself is a 10 by 15, no, I'm sorry, not 10 by 15, 15 by 20 size room where you find a dozen cryodes that are shifting in various harmonic sounds as if communicating with each other. Uh, as they try to communicate, they are in the process of trying to stop something in the room itself as you realize you're coming to a convergence of elemental planar magic. So, out of game, you're basically coming to a point, as it was previously mentioned, the closer you're getting to the edge of the world, the more that the barriers between planes are kind of shifting. Mm -hmm. And if it's not already obvious, the area you're in right now is basically a wellspring of magic where various planes kind of seep in and fade back out and stuff. You've come to an elemental focal point where all of the uh, planes of the five elements have sort of seeped in and converged they are in the process of trying to close off those little barriers that are creating the elemental focal point in that room so if you wish to help them I need either arcana or religion checks or you can choose to just go nope not not mm -mm. Well, for some reason, Zabak has a higher freaking Arcana check than Astra. Well, Arcana's an intelligence-based yeah, skill. Mercer and Selene will both attempt to help. Okay. Astra's a dick. Now, these are skill checks, not saving throws. That's fine. Mm. Okay. Fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, but... And... Um, 14. Uh, the 14 does not make it. The 15s do. Um, does the back try? That was the back. What about Esther? No, man. She's like, she's a dip. Okay, so Esther, who got the 14 from your... Celine. Okay, so Celine and Esther need to give me con saving throws. Man, that's some crap. Oh, yeah, I'm golden. That's bad. 26. 20, oh. <laughs> Six. Six, okay. So Esther fails it. She's going to take a point of acid, a point of cold, a point of lightning, and a point of fire damage. Four, four damage? Four damage, but one of each elemental type that's Ow. in this area right now. Well, that's what the nifty. heck, man? Covered up with a sticker so you can yeah. replace your... Yeah. You've been erasing through your paper? No, no, because I got a temporary AC right now. Is that removable without tearing the paper? Yeah. Oh, cool. I, yeah. That's interesting. Esther's a dip, not me. <laughs> okay, so you get one of them closed down, which is why you didn't take any thunder damage. All right? At least two of you need to make saves from here on out. So who's going to do it again? Uh, well, Mercer's definitely going to do it. Okay. Can Selene assist? If she assists, she's automatically going to have to make the saving throw to avoid damage. Okay. 
Okay. What about Zabak and Esther? Either of them? Yeah, they're gonna, Esther's going to start trying now. Okay. Oh, rock on. <coughs> what was it again? It was either Arcana or Religion skill checks. That's right. 16 for Mercer, Flash of Genius for uh, Celine. So that's going to take her up to a 20. Those are both successes. 13 and 22. The 13 fails. The 22 makes it since three of you succeeded by more than... Uh, what did you say Mercer got? Mercer got 16. 16. Okay. Two of you at least succeeded by way more than five. So you actually shut off two more um, as the fire and ice ones yeah. go away. So all you're looking at now is acid and lightning. You said Zabak failed? No, Esther did. Esther did? I need another con saving throw from Esther. Come on, Esther. Don't fail. You bitch. What'd she get? Well, she dies because she got a one. She doesn't die. Man. Unless her hit points are under five or under uh, eight, there's no way she's dying. It's at eight. It's at eight! Oh. Well, she just took four points of acid. Are you kidding me? Esther's like, <laughs> And a point of lightning. <laughs> Don't you have any healing potions on you? Bruh. She should. You I gave her three a while back. A she only drank back. one. No, I drank like I've I've used two. One on uh, I think Celine. I don't think I have any left. I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've used them. Okay. Well, Mercer guys... hands you the last two he has on him. Oh, bro, wait. Because he I hasn't identified the, the potions from the hags. Thanks, They're man. They're two d four plus two. Yeah. Drink them both. Yes, sir. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are down to two left. And he kicks Esther out of the room. Like, oh! yeah. She stumbles backward and just kind of flops down on her back. <laughs> so she can't take damage. Okay. Okay, hold on. I, I just chugged two potions and I... If she if Esther's not in the room, she can't make the skill checks to that's try fine, to That's fine, that's fine. Okay. She's chugging these potions. Double 15s over here. Okay, those will both make it. What did Zabak get? Hold on. One thing at a time, man. Using another flash of genius, by the way. Okay. Give me evens or odds real quick. Evens. <gasps> oh no, Zabak okay. doesn't make it. Zabak didn't make yeah, it? Yeah, she got like an 11. Okay, con saving throw from her. Uh, you caused the acid one to close, which leaves oh, lightning. Oh man! What'd she get? Nine. Nine? She takes three points of lightning as that's now the only oh. one left. Ouch! Alright. Down to the wire. Get her done. Ooh. No. Neither on my side. Neither? No, I, I rolled really poorly. Oh yeah, no. That's a 12. Okay, con saving throws again. How's about? I need to because I'm sorry. 16 for Celine. That's going to make it. Um, and 8 for Mercer. Mercer doesn't make it. 13 for 13 Zabak does not make it as the two of you take four more points of lightning. Oh, that's just unacceptable. I mean, at this point, you don't really have a limitation on how long you, you work on this, but if you're able to close it off. One more time. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's go. 
I close it. Thank God. What did Zabak get? Fucking 10, man. Mercer and Celine? 27 Mercer and a 16 for Celine. Thank you, God. Okay. So they close it just as you see another bolt getting ready to come out of that from the plane of lightning. And it's about to hit Zabak, and you're just like, no! It's like Doctor Strange closing up one of his little portals at the last second. Like, yeah, okay, we're done. Oh, true friend. And you see the uh, harmonic sound, or you hear the harmonic sounds from the cryodes start to elevate and go a little bit more um, sporadic. Not necessarily sporadic, but more erratic. To the point where they all kind of create a small circle in the middle of the room. They start to all hum at various levels of sound, different tunes and such. And the ground right in the middle begins to vibrate heftily mm-hmm. until a small chest rises up. <clears throat> and then they all back away and they all just kind of take different positions in the room. And it's almost like they meld into the stone slightly and then just start... Mm. Of course, Mercer does what Mercer does best, walks right up to the chest. Mm. Yeah. Looks over, makes sure it's not trapped. Doesn't look like it. Pops it open. All right. So inside... There are two distinctively obvious potions, as well as that's one, and that's three. Um, there's one bonus potion and three crystal shards. Right, back to this front page, I can figure out what those are. The, uh, the two potions that look distinctively obvious also look a little bit bigger than past potions of the same type that you've found. Okay. Um, how is Esther looking overall? Esther's looking a lot better. Okay. She's like, well, she's at like 50%. But, you know. how, did, how did Esther go from... Like three hit points to fifty percent. She chugged two potions. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. She rolled really well on her potions. I well, two min, two max. So I got okay. gear. Oh, I gotta figure out the uh, bonus potion for you. Of course. All right. Um. I need you to roll me a D4 to determine your bonus potion. One. One. That's what it was. Like, I kept grabbing my glass thing and, like, there was a hair stuck to it. And I just realized it's the... Oh, jeez. Are you going to try to take the time to identify any of the stuff in the chest? Uh, Well, the healing potions that he... Confident that they are. Mm -hmm. He, uh... Hands one to Celine. Tell Celine to drink up because she's about 50 50. Can he make a uh, arcana to distinguish? Like, since since he's fairly confident he knows what it is, can he do an arcana check to determine which, like, what type of healing potion this is? Yeah. That's why I was asking. Oh, yeah. 16. 
16. Um, it's not the uh, it's not the greater heal, healing potion. Healing potion. It's the next one up. The superior. Superior. Or, it's it's six d four plus six. Okay, six d four plus six. Okay. Well, let me back up here real quick and look it up just to make sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it says. Potion of superior healing. Oh, I'm sorry. It's eight d four plus eight. Supreme. That's okay. The supreme healing potion is ten d four plus twenty. That's where I got mixed up. So the yeah, your superior healing potion, which is what you figured out that they were, uh, are eight d four plus eight. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to roll the d fours, or you want me to? Oh no, I will. I will roll. It's because she's the one taking them. So first four. So that's 7, 10, 12. Well, you already know you got a an obvious 8. 12, 20, 25, 33. Alright. Ooh, yeah, she is looking real good. Okay. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll take a moment to do the Arcana for the others. The other... Or the other potion. Okay. Uh, that's going to be an 18. 18. It is a uh, potion of diminution... Diminu... Dim I can't say this. Word. I know what you're talking about. Diminution... How do you pronounce that? What? D-I-M-I-N-U-T-I-O-N. Diminutive? T-I-O-N, not T-I-V-E. Diminution. Is it diminution? Because there's no A in it. Diminution? Yeah, it's... Di diminution? It's a shrinking potion. Yeah. <laughs> it basically is the reduce spell from the reduce and large spell for 1d4 cool. hours when you drink it. And then you said you wanted to do the crystals as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, can Selene assist? Is there any reason why she can't? Uh, is one of her uh, proficiency attributes intelligence? No. Then... Because anyone can roll Arcana. You don't have to be proficient into it to roll it. Well, specifically for the crystals, okay. if you're proficient in Arcana or in intelligence in general, you can make Arcana checks. Otherwise... Okay. That works. Just figure. Yeah. Okay. So... Now are these magical items... Yeah, they look a lot like the crystals you guys found yeah. a while back. Okay, that makes a big difference. Um, 15. 15. The first one you find looks very familiar as it seems to be another wild magic crystal. Okay. The second one. That's going to be a two, da, 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 25. 25. This crystal, um, oh, I didn't catch this. Okay, so your wild magic surge crystals, mm -hmm. um, those aren't thrown. Those are just ones you hold in your hand and you, and as an action, create a wild magic surge. Yep. You don't throw those. Um, the second one you look at is called a blinding crystal. This one can be thrown up to 30 feet as an action erupts in a flash of bright light and anybody within 10 feet that fail a con saving throw 
are blinded for 1d4 rounds. Con, what's the DC? 14. Okay. And then the last one. That's going to be a 21, sir. 21? The last one you find is an explosive crystal. <laughs> it can be thrown up to 30 feet as an action. Explodes on impact. Any creatures within 10 feet will take 2d6 thunder damage and 2d6 piercing damage. And a dex saving throw of 16 for half of that. So that was your first survival check. Yep. Means you have four more left to go. Yay. We sound so amused. <laughs> We're so happy about this. Okay. So you're rolling to assist me. So you only roll once, but both are over ten, so you assist. All right. Esther and the back are both successful. Which is great okay. because that bumps us all the way up to a uh, 21. Hour number two, nothing. Okay. Roll one. One dice. One die? Just one. Because you're assisting me. You have to... Well, you, you, Esther and the back are helping. No, you, only, only one, one person, person can assist, assist that time. Okay. Oh, the back Boo. is not a good helper today. Okay. And that's that's going to be an eight again. An eight. Here we go again. Fun. You're continuing through the tangle. And... Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? All right, hang on a second. So as you guys are coming down another tunnel, you start to hear a combination of sounds. It sounds like swishing water. Squishing water? Swishing. Okay. <laughs> squishing. <laughs> that sounds like more more or less like somebody who just went on a water ride and just starts walking around with soaking wet shoes. Squishing water. No, you're hearing swishing water. You're hearing the sound of um, splashing as well as the sound of shattering glass, shattering crystal, followed by a weird humming sound following all of the shattering sounds. And it's coming from a room just down the way from where you're at. Do we have to go that way? Do you have to? That's up to you. So we can we can go around it? Not necessarily. The pathway you're walking seems to only be leading in that direction right now. That's what I was asking. So I, we either have to go backwards, which is going to take more time, mm -hmm. or continue forward. So yeah. no, we okay. only have the single path. So we go that way. Okay. You come into a 20 by 20 room. You see crystal shards everywhere. First thing, do I notice any of the same crystal shards that are the that match the crystal of explosion? No. Dang. No. These crystals are distinguish distinguishably different. As you see a earth elemental and a water elemental duking it out, and every time they hit an area where those crystal shards are at, 
it shatters the shards and then new shards grow out from where those broke. <coughs> so it's kind of it's a constant cluster of shards of crystal growing on crystal growing on crystal. And even after it breaks, more are growing. But they only grow out so far. And on the far side of the room, you see the continuation of your tunnel. Is there any way that we can get past um, without fighting them? Really good stealth checks from everybody. Given that's a 20 by 20 room and the slowest person in your party is Mercer. What's his speed? 25? He can dash 50. Okay. So, well, here... Oh, I guess here's the other question. How big's the tunnel? How big's the tunnel? Tunnels have been 5 feet by 5 feet. How tall are these elementals? Standard medium size. Okay. No, large size, excuse me. Okay. So they would have difficulty... Like, they would have to hunch down to get in there. Into the tunnel? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, one of them, yes. The other one, no. Because you have a water elemental and an earth elemental. Oh, water? Oops. Yeah. Big air. Good enough. You had one job. <laughs> Never said I was good at it. So I'm going to treat this room for the moment as the room where you guys are at. Okay. At a, okay. Celine's um, going first, right? Because she had the highest survival. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But they are they are focused on themselves, correct? They're focused on each other right now. Okay. And we only got to go 20 feet? Yeah, it's a 20-foot movement, which means either... So here, here's how I'm doing it. If you're going your standard movement, you have a stealth at advantage... Or you have a stealth check at advantage because they're distracted by each other right now. If you decide to try to dash, it's a normal... Uh, stealth check, and they'll have advantage, even though they're distracted, to notice What if you. I have advantage for stealth normally? Then the... I got Boots of Elven Kind. Yeah. Um, then you'd have advantage even if you dash, and they'd still have advantage on perception to notice okay. you. Okay, so Mercer being the slowest one mm -hmm. will dash. Okay. And he has advantage on stealth checks. Okay. Um, if any of you get caught, it will start initiative. That's fine. Um, but Celine can cover the gap normally, um, which in her standard movement, so she can. Um, so she'll get advantage. She'll she'll have just a regular straight roll because she has disadvantage in heavy plate. Okay. Um, so the big question is, who's going first? Uh, Mercer with his tiny legs. Right. Because he actually has to put effort into running. Since I did point this out, those crystal shards you're seeing are growing across the ground, too. Mm -hmm. Given how sharp they are, you know you will have to make dexterity checks as well to avoid getting hurt. You said Esther can blink? I should have taken blink. Oh. 
I'm just because to me this should be common sense. I have Mercer roll an intelligence. Essentially an intelligence saving throw, but it's an intelligence check. Um twenty-four. He remembers that he has Vortex Warp as a spell. Yes, but he only has two spell slots left because mm. he's not taking a long rest. Gotcha. Yes, he's very well aware. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know if it was I forgot or I'm trying to conserve my spell Conserve. <laughs> um, which that's gone. Does it look like they're doing damage to each other? Yes and no. A little bit here and there. It's kind of like two Vikings fighting. They're just swinging around until they know they have an open shot, and then they try to take a swing. What you're primarily seeing, though is a uh, earth elemental swinging and splashing water and the water elemental constantly trying to smack the earth elemental and just splashing water. The catch is though, as they're doing it, is what's causing them to also hit the crystal shards. So it's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. What's going through Zabak and Esther's minds right now? I don't know. <laughs> they see an earth and a water elemental duking it out in a very sharp crystal sharded blade-like room and they don't have any thoughts going through their heads. We should wait until one of them kills the other. The problem is it's like rain on rock and rock on rain. We'll be here for an eternity. Oh, shite. Right. Sneaky, sneaky it is. She's, wh she's whispering much quieter than I actually am. Um, if you guys would like... I will give you survival or nature skill checks to see if you can discern any information about earth elementals or water elementals. No, well, I'm not going to take the checks because right now I'm just trying to see if, like, I'm, basically right now you see Mercer is his, like head in his back, like, what can I find? You know, trying to figure out what he can rummage out of to out of his bag. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who's got the best stealth check? Mercer. Everybody in the bag. Let's go. <laughs> I'm trying to help you guys, and you're not taking it. I mean, they're already distracted fighting, so we'd have advantage, right? No, well, what I said was, normal stealth check, you have advantage because they're distracted from fighting each other. Yeah. If you try to dash, it's a normal stealth check, and they have advantage on perception because you're basically just going, See ya! Let's just do regular stealth. Wait. What? Esther, don't you have invisibility? Bruh. I don't think 
I thought you had invisibility. I don't know. I think I do. I don't know. The power of Bahamut swept through me, and I, I'm kind of rediscovering myself. We are talking quietly, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're whispering. Yeah, no, I don't have invisibility. I was going to see if your animated staff could help you, and then I rolled a three, so. No. I can fly. But, like, mm. I don't feel like I could get up high enough. What you doing? We just gotta be slow and steady wins the race. Esther's <coughs> like, come on. First time we did this, you guys only had three rounds to get through, or three hours of travel time, and you guys flew past all that. I can't, I can work cool like that. Oh, Sheboygan. Oh man, our best bet is to just be as quiet as possible. Oh, okay. Who's the least stealthy? Esther. Yeah. You guys are sitting there and you're thinking, you're talking and everything, and you kind of feel your staff, your animated huh? animated staff with Vane in it. What up, Vane? He goes, hey, head. hey. What, 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 bro? It's a water elemental. Yeah. You affect them with ice. Oh. It reduces its speed. <laughs> so, wait, what? What spell do I use, babe? Right. Anything that does ice damage. Well, okay. And you that... know that if you cast a spell through the staff, it does. Oh. It adds ice damage to it. <laughs> hey guys, I got an idea. Guys, guys. I'm listening. I'm. I'm also. I got an idea. Okay, we're gonna try to sneak. All right. That our um, nature and uh, survival check is still available for you if you try if you want to use it. <sighs> guys, guys, I got a plan. We're gonna try to sneak. If they it if they, if they tag one of us, if they clock one of us, okay, I'm gonna freeze them. Okay, so here's the problem. What? So you slow one down. Magic missile, my guy. Your ice isn't gonna do a whole lot to the earth elemental. Oh. Anyways. Well. Uh, Celine is going to get a 17 on nature. Mercer is going to get a. Ten. Okay. Mercer doesn't figure anything out. Celine stopping, she's thinking, everybody's trying to figure out something, and all of a sudden it hits on her. Earth elementals are vulnerable to thunder damage. Hey, hey. Does she share that with the rest of the class? And she remembers seeing Mercer do a thunderings ray or whatever the fucking heck you called it. Ray of thunder. Excuse no, because it was a scorching ray. Oh, yeah, so thunder ray. Yeah, you switched it to Thunder Ray. <laughs> hey, you like anything. You, it, it's all in the name. Oh, I know. I'm going to homebrew that into a spell at some point and make some slight changes to it. Um, yeah, let's just go and see what happens, I guess. At this point, it's you're gonna, you'll are gonna you hit them with ice, and I'll blast them with thunder. All right. If they, if they clock, only if they clock us, though. We're, we're actively yeah. trying to avoid this, right? Yes. Okay, good. For the record, Mercer. 
All right, so here's the, here's the next thing I'm going to do for you guys. Are you attacking them or trying to slip past them? I would try to slip past them first. Okay. With then, a held action of what? Well, it's not a held action because it's a stealth check. Yeah, we have to make an action to stealth. All right. So, <clears throat> Mercer's going to use his advantage. Oh, uh, Celine is going to be... She's going to roll normally because she typically has disadvantage, but because they're distracted, so straight roll for mm-hmm. her. So, for Celine. Ooh, yay! Oh, I got to roll perception. 17. Because she has no dex. Yeah, nice. Grab Green will be the earth elemental, dark green will be the water elemental. Okay. And they need to make perception checks. <laughs> you're fine. Okay, Celine's across. You're, you're, you're fine in spades. So Celine gets across. That takes care of her. Mercer goes with a. Uh, uh, sorry, here, double check myself. Uh, 19. Mercer makes it across. Oh. Um, I told you it was 20 feet, right? I uh, dash. Okay. Uh, two dexterity saving throws for both of them. Because you are still in a bladed, sharded crystal room. Okay, so Celine gets an 11. Mercer gets a 16. Um, that makes it for both of them. So you guys will take half damage as you're... Racing past. Well, Celine is just a she's she's just a straight move. If you try to go okay. through the room, you have to make the deck saving throw. Okay. So it's two saving throws per because it's every ten feet. Okay. And I told you twenty. Um, Mercer is a seven. Celine's a fifteen. Okay. So the first round, you both made the save. So what was supposed to be four points turns into two points of. Um, piercing damage. The second one, Mercer failed and Celine made, so I'll give you the full damage and let you reduce it as needed. That's fine. What is that? Oh, that's... Eesh. The second one is going to be eight points piercing, so that's what Mercer will take, and Celine takes four. Okay. And you guys make it across. Okay. For me to shine. Okay, so as the DM having rolled the perception checks for the earth and water elemental, mm-hmm. you have to roll extremely, extremely bad to fail this. <laughs> is that a challenge? So he just <laughs> jinxed you. Yeah, he sure did, man. Okay, so I'm Zabak, trying to help you here. Well, good. Well, Zabak didn't really need to roll at advantage, so Zabak's gonna creep as quickly as she can. You're What's golden. You- yeah. Okay. She, she rolled a so two deck saving throws. Okay. Number one, no nineteen. So. Okay, so that'll be half. Hang on, hang on. Five, which rolls down two. to four, so two points piercing for the first one. Nice. 
16. That makes it. Which is good because that was seven, so six rolled down is three piercing. Yep. So a little bit of a. I'm a barefoot. All right. Esther's the last one. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Tortle to er, not tortle. God, that's so bad. Never mind. <laughs> Natural 20, son. She's golden. Bye bye. Two deck saving throws. I'm just going to roll these two at the same time. That one's on the edge. Well, one of those is a three, so that's not great. The other is a. Um, okay. <coughs> so for the Ow. three, that's a fail. Yeah, I know. And that's going to be five points of piercing. Ow. The other one you made, so this will be half damage, which is six, so three. Ow. Oh. You guys now have little pricks and cuts and like. <coughs> Um, oh man, I too am barefoot. Why? Mercer is an intelligence-based individual. Yes. He gave me a perception check. Uh, 17. As he ran by and ran into the other tunnel, he took note that one of the crystals that's sticking out almost looks like it's ready to fall out. Like, it's right on the edge, like right by the door? Yeah. Quite literally one of those. Yeah, he does it. All right. So, oh, stealth. Oh, boy. 20. 20. Advantage on a strength, uh, strength check. Or athletics check, excuse me. Good. He's going to need it. Um, Mercer, that's going to be a 17. 17. So you just kind of and kind of like slowly pulling a tooth out. Just kind of. He doesn't cut himself. As he notices that the crystal is about a foot long and it's thinner on one side than it is on the other side. So it's about two inches wide at one end and about mm -hmm. four inches wide on the other. And the weight is obviously right there too. Very smooth, and despite holding it in your hand, the edges don't seem to cut you, but you can tell that it's extremely sharp, and it seems to have white veins going through it. Did I make a uh, arcana? Um, yeah, this is a wellspring, so arcana would make sense. Yep. 24. 24? I'm trying to think what the word is. Um, this is called an indestructible shard. So it's treated with the same stats as, or the same damage stats as a short sword, but it's relatively close to the damage of a short sword, statistics of a dagger. So it does more damage. A d6 but it has the same setup stats as a dagger. So it's treated as using a dagger, but it's a short sword. Yes. It's treated as using a dagger, but does the damage of a short sword. And you can tell that the magic infused into it means it's not going to shatter. Mercer can use it. Nice. Well, and Mercer is the intelligence 
character of the group. So something magic related like anything he finds in a wellspring is going to catch his eye really, really quick. Alright, so that's number three, because you guys made one. Next survival check. <clears throat> Which is going to be a assist from Zabak and a roll from Selene. Uh, no, that's fine. In, in this instance, it, it, that's, that's irrelevant. It just... Okay, we're good. That's a 20. All right, so hour number four, everything is fine. Hour number five, make your survival check. Okay. This one is going to determine whether or not you have both a creature or terrain encounter or just a terrain encounter. You are going to run into something. Oh, I got a... It's just straight roll, so what'd you oh, roll? 16. Okay, so I get advantage. Nice. 21. Heck yeah. I'm feeling nice tonight. So not only do you pass it, so it's just a terrain encounter. It's also a bonus to this as well. As you come across a like hollowed out little alcove, not like a five foot by five foot section, but it's like a section of the wall where it seemed like somebody dug out and then took a stone and placed it in there mm -hmm. to create like a little hidden stash or whatever. <coughs> You're easily able to pull it out and inside you find a hags, uh, it's called, a, I'm calling it a hags box, which basically means it's possessions that a hag would have hidden. Okay. Along with, uh, along with another two unique crystals. Okay. Thirteen. Arcana. Oh, for the crystals? Yeah. All right, give me a sec. I haven't gotten quite there yet. Well, I guess the first... Okay, because I may know what these are, depending on the color. I still got to roll to see what they are. Correct. <laughs> oh, this one is called a, a warning crystal. Should it come within 100 feet of a hag or hag daughter... It begins to vibrate. Okay, Mercer has that out. Okay. And the second one he recognizes as it's now the third of this crystal that he has found. Uh, so wild magic. Yep. We will go hunting. Do you again. look in the hags box? Is it? Oh, he's going to look at it real quick. Does it look like it's trapped? I'll mm. roll investigation if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead and roll investigation. Uh, it's going to be a twenty. No, it doesn't appear to be trapped. He holds it like to where it's going to open up away from him. Mm -hmm. Opens it up. Mm. He opens it up. He's ho he's holding it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
a small thing of energy pours out of the box as well as other items that he sees items in the box but then a pour of energy comes out mm -hmm. as uh, he feels himself slightly more adapted to the environment um, I need you to pick climb, fly, or swim fly you are able to fly half your normal movement speed for the next hour nice <laughs> rock on buddy yeah and then inside he finds two unusual looking potions and two small trinkets. If you wish to do arcanas on those, well, arcanas on the potions and investigations on the okay. trinkets. So potions, first one, uh, that's going to be a 26. Okay. Um, it's a gritty looking oil. I need you to roll me a d6. Okay, hold on one second. Mercer's. Inventory keeps expanding. <laughs> okay, so you said what now? A D6. Oh, D6. That'll determine which one it is. Four. Four? Yes. Oil of sharpness. Ooh. And you can tell that these are uh, brews, the brewed potions that are made by hags so they look very different from your standard potions okay but they function like your normal potions would okay that's going to be a 21 for the second potion yep. do, 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 do. and another four on the d6 if i have to roll okay so this is another hot opaque liquid type of potion which you've picked up before but you recognize it to be different as this one is a potion of heroism Ooh, we get fancy. So he looks to the back and goes, "Don't worry, it's not blood. Potion of heroism. All right. Next big battle. You promise?" He shakes it a little. Yes. He's like, "Next big battle, you down this at the beginning." Aye. Potion <laughs> of heroism, yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, so that's the two potions. And then you said what for tickets? <coughs> Investigation. Okay. That's a 20. Okay. Uh, you find a small device that um, you've, you've heard about it. Uh, Celine has also heard about these. It's called a divine fortune telling device. Roll me a... Well, you get to pick the die, but I need you to decide... You get to pick the die and tell me if you get evens or odds. Oh, well, let's go to d20. More chances? It's still... Same thing. <laughs> um, and I got choose? No, you just tell me what you rolled. Odds. Odds? Yes, odds. Deck of cards with gruesome painted imagery. That's your fortune-telling device that you find. So essentially, hags tarot cards. <laughs> Are, is it magical in any, in any instance? It doesn't appear to be magical. It's just something used as a tool almost. Okay. Uh, and then the next one. Hag's treatments, hag's trinkets don't necessarily always make sense. No, it's fine. Thirteen. Thirteen. Brain not working. Do, 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 do. It's a flask. 
made out of bone, recognized as a human femur with a cork top. Um, as you hold it up and look at it, it emits a slight, mild giggling sound. Or, no, I'm sorry, I know it doesn't. You, you hear something from inside of it, but it sounds like a higher-pitched voice that sounds drunk and so is splurring what you can only assume to be words, but don't sound like words. Opens it. You little fairy, you drunk in there? You get the very distinctive smell of a fine wed, red wine as you hear giggling sounds. <laughs> kind of shake it a little. Hmm? Hey, you in there? You just keep hearing giggling. <laughs> Hello? Rub it! You pour it. The giggling sound turns into abrupt laughter as it's now echoing down the hallways. Well, we got a distraction device if we ever need one. You can make an arcana check on that one. Fifteen. Fifteen. Bone flask of endless wine. Not like the endless uh, decanter of endless water. Yeah, it's just it's it, it's ever filling. Yeah, it's ever filling, so you can always pour a glass of wine from it as an action. If it was any other character, he'd be totally appalled by having something that's a human femur <laughs> supplying <laughs> drinks. Yep. This is humorous. What? No, seriously, it's a humorous. <laughs> You're just radial. <laughs> I did so. I was playing in a different game, and my character was just a little bit goofed up because he'd been affected by like alcohol or something, or something that related to alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And so they see a skeletal body, and he's like, <laughs> "This is humorous." And the guy goes, "What's so funny about a skeleton?" He goes, "No, seriously, picks the leg up. It's a humorous." The player starts laughing his butt off. The DM just looks at me like, "Seriously." Freaking really? <laughs> like, yep, yep. That just happened. Yep. All right. So that becomes uh, the end of your fifth hour. As you are now beginning to hear additional sounds, and you realize you are coming up on the Ocarus Lodestone. You're hearing. Uh, Does the uh, Hags warning go off? Yes. Yes, it does. These can get put back over here. I need... So once we get within once we get within 100 feet of it and it starts going off, mm-hmm. Mercer kind of like taps everyone real quick. And... Um, you know, we're coming up on a hag. <coughs> Be prepared. Oh, what size are these things? Yep, they're medium. Okay. You start to hear the sounds of talking and... It sounds like a slurred elvish language, like every other word, or every four or five words you can make out, like this, or of, or that, just basic, simple, three to four lettered words. 
And then the rest of the words seem to be getting slurred into some other language that just does not make any sense. Mercer taps his amulet. You're hearing the sounds of steel chains uh, banging against metal. So from the tunnel, uh, as I said, you you hear the sounds of chains banging against metal uh, and the pleas of, um, does anybody speak Aquin? No? You hear pleas in a language you don't recognize then, but they sound sad and desperate. And you're hearing the distinguishable sound of what sounds like fire going... as well as some other noise that, one, I can't really describe too well, other than extremely unusual and bubbly. Like a cauldron? No, like a... Okay. And you guys, who was first in line? Was it Celine? Because she was making the survival check? Yes. So I'm going to put you back to here because you technically haven't gone into the room yet. And at this point, it's going to be a question of are you going to attempt to stealth or are you just going to walk in there? Well, do we stealth? Do we try stealth or do we just guns a blazing and see what happens? Stealth, stealth, stealth. Okay, stealth it is. The more we can avoid. Well, Esther's stealth. Mercer is going guns blazing and horseshoes and hand grenades. Yes. Don't worry, you're not in it. No one, no one see my ugly mug. You, you haven't exactly avoided cameras all the time. All right, so you're attempting to stealth. Yeah. Okay. Yep, we fail instantly. Uh, well, it's your stealth versus their... Um... How's a two get you? <coughs> what is... Perception is wisdom, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. Well, you're one person, so I still got to roll for... Well, that's, that's Celine coming in. Oh, <laughs> and two. Uh, well, you were close, but you're right. No, two, two does not get you anything. What about everybody else? Mercer gets a fifteen. <laughs> Well, I guess we're going to be rolling initiative. <laughs> oh man, that's an 8 and a 9. So between the time we grabbed the crystal to get here, it's been an hour, correct? Yeah. 
Okay. We're in trouble. Yeah, from the time you guys started your survival checks, every roll was an hour. I just want to double check, because that means Mercer's ability to fly is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so Celine... Where did Celine move up to? I should try to stealth into this. Uh, she would have attempted to come along the wall. Those crystals. Oh, this side? So, it would be the other side. Okay, so right there. This, get, this turns into a five foot space, so... Yeah, so five, ten, fifteen. Because uh, she's stealthing, she can only move half her movement speed. Okay. As she comes into the room, the feeling of heat starts to hit her, and she starts to sweat just a little bit. She's resistant to fire. It doesn't change the fact that she feels like she's cooking in her armor a little bit. Nah. <laughs> For her, as a forge, she's used to it. Doesn't bother. Okay. Um, but as she comes walking in, trying to stealth and kachink, 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 kachink. She sees this woman standing here, and these things right here. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting to hear your reaction. <laughs> They're the smaller version of beholders. Man. I, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. What you're looking at are created out of this book, oh, not out of this book. <laughs> I just, I saw them. I saw that, that in, they were in that encounter, and I went, I'm not going to say anything. I just want to see James's reaction. I got to see this. <laughs> um, what's in the cage? Because I can see what's in the cage. Merfolk. Merfolk who are chained. There's four of them in there. They're all chained to the inner walls, and the chains are hanging... So they've got two chains, to, uh, a chain to each of their arms, which has them kind of strapped within a foot away from the inner walls, and then a chain that goes up to a higher bar that if they try to slump down too much starts to choke them. So they're forced to hold themselves up indefinitely. Okay. And the heat in the room is not doing them any favors. All right, so who else failed the stealth check? Well, we don't know what the check was, so I got a 15 for Mercer. Mercer makes it. You said Esther fails? Oh, yeah, they both failed. And Zabak got... They both got under 10. Okay. So, where does Mercer go? He can only move uh, basically 10 feet. So, 5, 10 to right here. Where does Zabak and Esther go? Zabak's going to move up to the front with Celine, man. Help is on the way! Like this right here? Mm -hmm. Alright, and where's Esther go? Uh, kind of beside Mercer. So right here? Yeah. Okay, so they know somebody else is back there. They just don't know it's there's two people. Um, so since Celine's a backer at the front of the line, failed the stealth check, it's immediately initiative as you just hear another woman cackling going, <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun! Have at it! Yeah, right. So, initiative. Alright. Excuse me. Okay. That is very runny. I do not want to use that. Still 
Dios. What did Celine get? Uh, 19. Is it back? Is it back, my dude? She got a 13. Mercer? 16. And Esther? 22. Dab. Okay, well, they're all different, which is good. Yeah. <coughs> I'm going to switch out markers because these... I like these things, but they're not the greatest. Oh, there's the black marker. Fantastic. Alright, so starting us out is going to be Esther, followed by Celine, then Mercer, then one of the uh, baddie, big baddie boys. Nope, I already screwed that up. Doggone it. We'll go Esther, Celine, then it's the evil mage lady, then it's Mercer, followed by one of these weird looking heads with multiple eyes on it. Uh, then Zabak, and tailing up the end is the last big bad guy. So, Esther, what are you doing? Rock and roll, everybody! She's gonna bust down out there and eat a regular old magic missile. Just a regular old level one, my guy. But she's using her staff. So there's magic one. missile and a staff at level one. Using using the staff as her focus. What, what what level of spell did you say? Magic missile. Level ah, one. Level one. Okay, that's what I need to know. Magic. All right. Um, add plus one cold on top of everything else. All right. Just a plus one. Yes. Okay. So just like how each missile has a plus one, you have an additional plus one cold. Nice. Almost max damage. Who is she hitting? The green boy, for fifteen points of damage. This guy. Yes. Okay. She peeks around the corner. Ha ha! And then backs up around the corner. And how much did she hit him for? Fifteen points of damage. Fifteen. Okay. One of which was cold, of course. <coughs> Get wrecked, scrub. Okay. Let me see here. 
And that's her turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Celine's turn. Uh, she's going to march straight up to the hag. an action She's going to cast Spiritual Guardians. So, these two Wisdom Saving Throws. Okay. Um, she She's treating that thing, that thing, and her as enemies. Everything else is... Um, Alright, so closest one to Selene, the Elf Mage, uh, is going to fail. I, I already know she's going to fail. And the big guy is definitely going to fail. Okay. Um, and then as a bonus action, Spiritual Weapon directly behind her. Okay. This. How much did Spirit Guardians do? Getting there. Excuse me. <clears throat> 14 points radiant. To both the elf and the... Yes. Okay. Said fourteen. Yep. Did it look like that did any more damage? By any chance? No. Okay. Doesn't a twelve hit the hag? Reaction shield, no. Okay, cool. Hey, burn them now. <laughs> not a really crappy roll, so. All right. That's that's her action. That's Celine's turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's now the elf mage lady's turn. As she throws her hand up. And let me see here again. 30 feet. Okay. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So, Celine and Zabak are both going to need to give me. Uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh, natural 20! Aha! 19! Yeah, right, so half damage. 
Hang on a second. Yeah, they got stuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. jumble here okay so so those 26 so 43 points which knocked down to 21 21 points as a large cluster of small crystal shards fly up in a cone and hit both Celine and Zabak for 21 points slashing damage. How much? Um, I forgot to do this before. Celine needs to... Uh, oh, it's just a straight roll. Selene also takes six points fire damage as she the takes heat. three. Yeah, but the heat of the room is still going to cause her to get hurt. <coughs> Twenty-one points uh, piercing. To the back. Yes. Ow. Yeah, piercing. That's her turn. Uh, it's now Mercer's turn. So, question for you. Okay. So, Mercer made his stealth check. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know he's there. Um, treat it as if you're invisible for the moment, so you have advantage on an attack roll. But you'll be a yourself, beautiful. You'll make yourself known after that, though. That's fine. I figured as much. He's going to move the uh, 15 feet in, and he's going to cast... Thunder Ray at her. Okay. He also begins to feel the heat. <clears throat> okay, that's... Zabak should be feeling the heat too, then. Yeah, man. Yeah, Zabak hasn't taken her turn yet. Okay. <coughs> uh, that's going to be a 29 to hit. That's definitely a hit, yeah. Crit. Oh, good gosh. And another 29 to hit. Yeah. Okay, so... 
30 points of thunder damage as three thunder rays hit her. Okay. So, <clears throat> she dies. I need a dex save, or not a dex, a, uh, yeah, dexterity saving throw from Celine. Uh, 14. I don't believe that makes it. Let me check something real quick. There it is. Fourteen does not make it. <coughs> um, the thundering rays hit the elf lady, and Celine, standing right there, sees the elf lady's eyes turn black. Veins of red start to flow through her whole body and up to her head as she starts oh, to no. scream in a blood-curdling scream. Her head explodes. Her whole body explodes in flames. Okay. And basically, Celine just got hit with a fireball spell. That's fine. She only takes half damage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she could have taken quarter damage if she had made the saving throw. Yeah, I know. Hang on. I only have two D8, so I gotta roll these multiple times. Uh, it's D6s for fireball. Eight. It D6. is D8. Oh, it is D6s. Excuse me. I, I misread those. I saw eight. Sorry. Yes, I know Fireball Fireball very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> there you know, what are you talking about? Is that how many I needed? That's how many I needed. Okay. I was seeing D8s for some reason. Ooh. It's a good thing she's resistant. My gosh. Wow. That's 10. 20. Jeez. 30, 35, uh, it's 41 points, so 20 points fire. You rolled almost all sixes. Uh, ha about half of what I rolled was sixes. That's why I said it's a very good thing she's resistant to fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So that was Mercer's turn. Okay, so that was 20 points of fire. Yeah. Yeah, she makes her concentration check. Right, and she is down. This causes these two to scream in horror and anger. <sighs> uh, is that all of Mercer's turn? Uh... Do what any good uh, coward does. Run. Ducks back in past Esther. <laughs> nope. Bye. So he went... Uh, oh, crap. 15. 15. So he can get just 20, past Esther. 25 to right here. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know how it goes. Yep. 
This is kind of a, a flavor text aspect. What is Celine's greatest desire? No, oh, geez. Um, as far as like something physical. So like for Mercer, it would be like something really, really valuable, like gold or something, right? Or oh, like a giant diamond or something like that. So a giant what? exploding diamond. Don't forget. Not Explo dynamite. Diamond. Yes, but explosion. It has to explode too, because he's not only you know it's money explosions. Yeah. Okay, well in this case, what would Celine's be? Um, I'm making you think tonight. Yeah, for for Celine, it's hard because she's the secondary character. I don't really put too much thought other than go smash things with her. Um, I guess. Um, Would it be safe to say that her desires might kind of match with Mercer's if she saw something she knew he would like? Yeah, probably. Okay. So, <clears throat> this right here, and I'm going to put a D6 down in its place for the moment, slumps to the ground and its entire form changes and it now looks like a large diamond with red and black veins coursing through it, and she immediately gets the idea of exploding, piercing diamond. Does she get like? Does she get a save to yes, dispel that? Yes, she gets to make a. Uh, Should be like a wisdom saving throw. Well, still, that's the funny part is it doesn't actually say what saving throw. So yeah, in this case, I'm gonna say uh, wisdom. Yeah, it's gonna be a twenty-one. So she knows it's still its form, and when that fails, he pops back up like this. <clears throat> um, she cannot be affected. By that again for the next 24 hours. Ha ah. And that's its turn, so now it's Zabak's turn. Alright, let's do this. She's just gonna <gasps> go to the green beholder. Rage! Move up to it. I'm messing up. Come at me, bro! You're not my bro, but still. Alright. Alright, and for my first attack. Well, okay. That happened. That's gonna be a 12 to hit. That is a miss. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm just practicing. She tries for her second attack and fucking 16. That's a hit. Oh, yeah, man. Mm. 
Do you sit? 17 slashing plus 6 shock. So 17 slashing. Mm-hmm. And you said 6 shock? Yes. So 17, 19, 20, 20, 20 23. Mm-hmm. Just... Have you ever seen the campy cult classic animated feature, Rock and Rule. No. Oh, it's so horrible. <laughs> I stumbled across <coughs> it on TikTok last night. All right. Uh, started watching it, realized I'd started and stopped at a previous point. Then it's this one's and turn. And the whole thing. <laughs> Which one? The green one? The green one. Wisdom saving throw. Here's the funny thing. The green one's gotten hurt the most. Hasn't done anything yet. It's because it's green. Uh, you said wisdom? Yes. That'll be a dirty 20. Okay, half damage. And uh, rightfully so. Four, five, so two points. <laughs> so that didn't do a whole lot. Two on two. So the green one is now looking at the back. And I can grab something real quick. Changes its form. And it now looks like barrel. What? Wisdom saving throw. For whom? For Zabak. Okay, yeah. Shit. This is bad. I've made a mistake. Because that's um, an eight. That's an eight. Um, is now charmed and incapacitated Ooh. as the creature she swung the axe at is now Beryl. It now looks like she just hit Beryl and she feels oh. horrified. Oh no! Beryl! What are you doing here? Why are you here? Oh, my sweet baboo! And Beryl does not appear to be in any good condition as it looks like it has a slight crack in its shell and there's some sort of blue cloud-like material kind of oh, no. coming out of him and it's just crying and shrieking. And oh pain. no, what have I done, my baby? <sighs> and she moves to attempt to comfort the... Beholder uh, barrel. You can't. You are incapacitated. It is Esther's turn. Oh man, this is bad news, bears. Rips off a star. Oh, hang on, hang on. That's the top of the round. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Dexterity saving throws from Celine and uh, Zabak. Twelve. Twelve is a fail. Oh, yeah, I got a lot less than that, but not a one. Well, that's not that bad. Um, the lodestone to the side bursts out, and flame encompasses the room for a moment. Yeah. You take nine points of fire damage. Who does? Celine is actually going to take. 
12 as she's wearing armor. Okay, so that'd be 6 then instead. And once again, it's not a lot, but she is feeling like she is being cooked inside of her armor. Oh no. Meh. She's used to it. She the back suddenly realizes that she's in a lot more trouble than she thought she was. Well, she's still incapacitated and overtly yeah. focused, entirely focused on what she believes to be Beryl. Alright, Esther's turn. Ah, crap. It's a bad thing, Beryl, man! And she rips Mercer it. and Esther also see this as this flame just kind of goes right in front of their face. They're like, whoa! Let's go! What was that? Esther's gonna. Oh, they know what it's from. Esther's gonna do the run and then the knee slide and blast off a level five magic missile. So where exactly is she going? She's gonna slide like fifteen feet, just kind of out into the room. I need to know exactly where. Like straight into the room. Yeah, yeah, just kind of angle so into the five, room. Five, ten, fifteen. Ha At the barrel beholder. Let's see. <coughs> Twenty-four points of damage on the barrel beholder. It's not barrel. Twenty-four. Yeah. The back now feels um, full of rage as she feels like she needs to go and kill Esther for attacking barrel. Oh shit, Esther! And then Esther quickly scrambles back behind the little wall where she was kind of hiding with Mercer. So she moves back to that fifteen feet. Was she right here? Yeah. No, now she mad at me. So when it comes to Zabak's turn, Zabak feels I, compelled to go after I, Esther. I'm gunning for Esther. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, don't she, worry. I'll get her attention for you. <laughs> Celine's turn. Moves to here. Weapon moves to there. Booming blade. Okay. That's going to be a 18 to hit. That'll hit. For 15 points of damage. She kills it. The back sees what would appear to be Celine kill Beryl. Oh, oh. And as the same action happens, her... The spell is broken because the thing occupying my mind is gone, right? Yeah, but what you see in your mind now is a distinctive imprinted memory of Celine killing Beryl. My baby! As she sees Beryl turn back into this gruesome creature. Oh, wait and at a the, second. And at the same time, her spiritual weapon hits it. Because they both attack at the same time. Right. For... An additional um, seven points of damage, and there are amulet flares. Right. But what I what I originally said, Zabak still has a very vivid image in her head so of Celine like killing Beryl so, after effect of the ability. Yeah. So uh, is she like gunning for Celine now, or what? That's up to you to decide. It's just that image is not going away anytime soon. <laughs> okay. <coughs> All right. So is that Celine's entire turn then? I'm double checking here for a second. Because she was here. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, 
Yeah, for now. Okay, then who's next? Alright, uh, that was Celine. It is Elf Mage Lady's gone. Mercer's turn. So, 5, 10. Yep, from here. Oh, wait. End of her turn. Four points fire damage Two to points. Celine. Two points fire damage. Alright. Well, I'm just giving you the full roll. I figured you were going to take into account your resistance. Um, Mercer steps into the room. And as an action... Uh, no, no, he's not. He is going to um, attack with uh, Firebolt, but it'll be Thunderbolt. <laughs> For a 16 to hit. That'll hit it. For um, eight points thunder damage, and and then he is going to dart away, dart away all. So that was Mercer's turn. It's now its turn. Three bite attack attempts on uh, Zabak. Uh, that'll be a 15. I know that misses. That's going to be a miss. And that'll be a miss. And then, as a bonus action, now that it's gotten uh, Zabak's attention... Ah! It then changes to appear like Beryl. Oh! Only half dead now. My and baby! Another saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, come on, you stupid turtle. <laughs> I didn't make that! It was a two, so... Once again, looks like Beryl. But this time, it looks like Beryl dying and just whimpering in the most god-awful pain you can imagine. My baby. And it will be Zabak's turn. Okay, so obviously she's not going for Beryl. She's going to... <laughs> Decisions. She's gonna try to scoop up 
beholder barrel to get it away from danger. My baby! Grab a hold of it. I'm just gonna try to pick it up. I mean, that that's there's not like an action or a she roll. She rolled a one. I got a one, so like. There's no action hmm. or roll to pick it up. Okay, so she picks it up. <clears throat> picks it up and what? And tries to retreat to get it to see because <clears throat> she thinks it's a barrel because she's a dumbass. <laughs> so retreats back. Mm -hmm. All right. So all your full speed mm -hmm. five, 10, 20, 25, 30. You can get to right here. Well, technically right here because it'll occupy this space. Okay, that's fine. Okay, what's happening now? Uh, Mercer and Esther see uh, Zabak holding what she thinks is now Beryl is actually this other crazy looking thing. And she goes, he's hurt! He's hurt! I need to get him away from Celine! She's trying to kill him! My baby! Mercer just looks at her and goes, you're <coughs> stupid, as he points his hand at her. <laughs> But this thing is now right here. So that was Zabak's turn. Top of the line, it's Esther. Oh my god! You freaking idiot! You're gonna get us killed! Level five. Magic missile, she's gonna blast the thing. Good thing you don't roll a disadvantage for anything with magic missile. Thank god. But she is like trying to back up, like, oh! One hand out, the other, like, pushing Mercer back, like, go, go, go! Oh, shoot, that one's on the edge. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> Another 24 points of damage, just... <clears throat> right in its uh, gross little The back face. now feels compelled to attack Esther. Go, 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 go! How much... She's trying to push Mercer. How much damage did you do? 24. Okay. And she's like pushing Mercer to go back, back, back. No, Mercer's gonna kill this thing. How's it looking? Uh, not too terribly bad. Okay. Well, how far can Esther back up to try to get away from? It's not her turn, so she can't move. When it comes to her turn again, if she tries to back away, she's with it. it is Esther's blasting turn. him with magic missile and trying to back up. Oh, Esther! I'm thinking a back. I'm sorry. Esther can move her full speed, but technically it'd be an attack of opportunity because she's within five feet of the creature. It's what it's, man. She's gonna blast it and then back up. Okay. So it gets an attack of opportunity. Zabak sees Beryl trying to defend itself against Esther. Oh, doo, doo, doo. And that's nine points. So, Or not nine points, it's a nine to hit. So I'm assuming it misses. Oh yeah, nobody's AC is below nine in our party. Could be. Okay, we're not talking about Cleavy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was Esther's turn. It's Celine's turn. Um, how far away is she? She moved 30 feet away because she had to stop where uh, Esther was at. And Esther backed away. Uh, how far know. back did Esther go? Her full movement? Yeah. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, back to here. So... She does not have line of sight of that creature from where she's at, too. Sorry, go ahead. No. So... In a rare moment, 
Celine looks at the creature that's in Zabak's arms. Uh-huh. Wisdom saving throw. As she holds out her axe. On the creature? Uh-huh. Wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, Zabak takes three points of fire damage from the heat of the room. Okay. I'm used to you guys all being in the room, so I'm not used to having to remember who is and is not affected. Uh, you said a wisdom saving throw by the creature? Yes. That gonna be a 19. Okay. So... What was Celine trying to do? Toll of the Dead. What is... It's going after my... So, um, you point a creature within range, and the sounds of uh, bells fill the air um, for the moment. Target must succeed a wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. If the target is missing any hit points, it takes a d12 in necrotic damage. Okay. So at level 5, it would have been 2d12. Well, he rolled a 19 on the saving throw. So... It was a cantrip, so it takes no damage. Um, she's going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Get right next to Celine. Is the back going to allow Celine to attack the creature? No, not if she thinks it's Beryl. My baby, no! But she tries to, like, whirl around and put her shell. Oh, right here in this yeah. square? Yep, right next to her. She's, like, using her shell to protect right. her. Um, only because shell. of this exact location, the creature's going to be treated with at least a quarter cover because of the wall that she's hugging up against trying to... Okay, there is no quarter cover. It's only half, three-quarter, or full. Okay, well, then it would be half cover. Okay. That's fine. For I don't know what else he's, what else she's doing. No, that's it. Oh, okay. Um, she's hoping to ring its bell. Uh, two points fire because of the room. One. Is that all Celine can do? Yeah. So three, For this round, four. at least. Uh, Mercer's turn. Mercer, on the other hand, looks at as the back in the creature again and goes, "You got nothing in that shell, don't you?" Saving throw. How dare you! Saving throw on the creature. What's the saving? Uh, throw? No, the back. The back's gonna make a saving throw. Yep. All right. Hold on. Let me little check here. PvP is started. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I may change it here. Mm. So here's a question for you. Uh-huh. Her? For the, no, for you. Okay. I want to actively move her away from the creature. Okay. I am targeting her specifically with the spell, not the creature. How's the spell work? You magically twist space around another creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Target can choose to fail. Or the target is teleported to an unoccupied space you choose that you can see within range. The chosen space must be a surface or liquid that can support the target uh, without the target having to squeeze. 
It doesn't say anything about what it, the target's carrying or wearing or anything like that? Not really. <coughs> well, does it or doesn't it? it? No, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, you're wanting to just teleport I want back. to, yeah. Okay, but it has to be within range of an area that you can see, right? Yeah, so basically what I'll do is I'll shift five feet and I can see all the way to the back of the cave. Okay. So yeah, the back's gonna make a saving. Right. Constitution saving throw for me, please. All right, let's go. Well, dang. Let's see. You got a good cut. I, I, oh yeah, I do. That's gonna be a uh, seventeen. Dang it. Sorry, buddy. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Is that what Mercer can do? No. Um, double check it's on here real quick. I need to go to the player's handbook. <laughs> oh, Lord. Do, do <coughs> equipment. Daga. Um. You know what? Screw it. He's just going to cold clock this thing. <laughs> nice. Or he's going to attempt to. What did he roll? Uh, how's an 11 get? He misses. Dang. So Zabak sees Mercer step up to barrel and try to just punch it and no. miss. It is now its turn. Uh, Mercer, wisdom saving throw, please. Magic? Yeah, it's an ability, so yeah. How does a 20 fare you, sir? All right. Uh, three attacks. It tried to entice you the same way it enticed the back. Yeah. But you made your saving throw, so. Uh, it's going to be a... 16 for the first one, so nope. miss. A 19 for the second one. Shield. Okay. Okay. Rolled a 1, but didn't critically fumble. So. You sure? My AC's a 24 right now. Uh, still been a 19. That's a miss. Okay, so let's try to bite. The only thing it could do to hurt itself, because it can't hurt anybody else. It can bite the back. You're trying to get her killed now, aren't you? Bro! <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're looking for it's going to do something stupid. Cause oh, it's it going to do something stupid, just not attack the back. It goes to try to whip its tongue out that has a bunch of spikes and eyeballs on it and try to hit Mercer, and it, when it swings around, it misses Mercer and hits the lodestone next to it. So, <clears throat> it's going to get hurt, but then it's also going to cause something else to happen. I got to read up on... Well, thank you, Zabak, for sh uh, giving, giving me half cover. From whatever's going to happen from the looks. Bruh. Uh, no, the stone is also right here, and it's in direct line to you, so you do not have cover from Zabak. Oh. 
That was the only... That was the stone that it hit. That's the only way that that was going to work. I'm going to say, the creature's technically in that spot, so I would, he was, the creature would still cover me. You have perfect line of sight of that stone, and it's almost pointed exactly at Mercer. There's no way you have cover. <laughs> uh, let's see, how many hit points do you have? Okay. So two d six plus two d six plus a d eight nine six 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 five four three two one nine eight seven no that'd be fifty eight and then I need Celine Zabak and Mercer all to give me dexterity saving throws. Just the back, not Esther. <coughs> yeah, Esther's nowhere near. Okay. Off. Okay. I'm gonna. got a twelve. You're, you're going That's to, gonna be a miss. Go to jail. Mercer got a fifteen. Dad died. <laughs> Mercer will take half damage. Quarter damage if it's fire. What did uh, Zabak get? Eh, she got like a two. Okay, so Zabak and Celine both failed this. 11 points fire damage as there's a burst of flame. Ah! Okay, so back's in a bad way. <laughs> and it is Zabak's turn. Oh, I'm in so much pain. She has now seen both Mercer, Esther, and Celine all try to attack what she believes to be Beryl. All right, for her first attack, she's going to claw with a spare hand at Celine. Cut on the edge. Don't forget you have the chaos claws, so it's one hit die above normal damage. Okay. So that's... Oh. Sorry, my dude. Well, it's um, an unarmed... Oh, wait, no, I guess you got claws, so yeah, you can... It's roll. a natural attack. 21 to hit You Celine. miss. 21, I miss? Okay. She's 23. Okay. She's a tank. Yay! Ah! She's a tank in the armor sense, not the health sense. Can I, I, can't, I can't reach uh, Mercer without actually moving, can I? Okay, so she's just going to kind of, you know, she goes down and then tries to swing back up at you to get you again. <laughs> Natural 20, my guy. That's fine. Oh, okay, Lord. so I'm going to hit you for... How's Celine doing? I know she's been taking half damage for a lot of it, but she's been getting take, taking a lot of damage. She's about a third of the way down. Or two-thirds Ten of the way points down. of damage. <laughs> Sorry, man. Now, that's full damage because she's not resistant to slashing. Sorry, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I'm it's surprised fine. she didn't try to, like, rage or... Rest... Uh... uh Oh. oh, I thought I lost my rage. By the way, uh, no, that's a barbarian feature. Um, what? It's not. No, it's. It's sorry. It's the back's turn. Never mind. You got lucky. I got lucky. I forgot. And uh, two points fire damage to the back. Oh, from the room. Okay, good. And she's gonna. 
Which room? The one that her back is to or the one that she's facing into? The whole, no. The, the one that her back Where that is green to. crystal is, there's waves of fire coming. <laughs> okay, she's going to try to push further in the, into the room to get away from the flames, but also keep Beryl, like, away from Celine, who seems to be the most dangerous. So you're going to try to push past Mercer or push through Mercer? Yeah. Mercer will take his attack of opportunity on the um, creature and Celine as well. Uh, well, Mercer can't because he uses reaction to shield. Celine can, however. How would it be an attack of opportunity on the creature if it's being forced to move, not willingly move? Doesn't matter. It's moving out of my threat range. Yeah, it's but not if, by. But under the same effects of, say, like your force cannon. It provokes an attack of opportunity. Does it? Uh huh. Oh, wait, no. No, sorry, the force cannon does not. Because in my mind, if she's trying to carry it you know out what? of Screw space... It. I'm going to cold clock his back. Is it your turn? Bro? No, I can take an attack of opportunity as she moves oh, away. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I'm going to do it non-lethally. Well, non-lethal only applies if you... I'm pretty sure I'm going to, because that's a 25 to hit. Okay. Does uh, uh, does the back try to move her full speed? Yeah, she's like. <laughs> All right. So five. Because I mean, because you're saying you're doing pretty bad, so I'm assuming this is gonna yeah. hurt. Uh, that's ten points of damage. Oh, <laughs> one hit point syndrome. Oh no! Wait a second. I've been writing on the wrong character sheet. Oh. Wait. So she gets past uh, Esther. Okay, wait, wait, wait. How much damage did you say you did to me? Ten. Okay, that knocks her out because I messed up my hit points. So, so she, she does not get that. Down. Okay. And you said that was non-lethal damage. Yes. Correct? Okay. Uh, only when you drop to only when somebody gets dropped to zero does it is it determined to be lethal or non-lethal. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So I. So she's out cold. And welcome back, nasty beholder-looking thing. Yep. Uh, is that the end of uh, Zabak's turn? Yeah, because she can't do anything else. She's well, knocked out. Now, if she's knocked unconscious, but not not, but it's non-lethal damage, uh-huh. it's not death saving throws. Correct. correct. I just knocked her out. Okay. Well, here comes here comes the next question. What happens if she takes damage even though she's out cold? She will take a. Uh, she will go into death saving throws. Okay. So, um, Zabak <clears throat> still goes into death saving throws at the start of her next turn then, because the room is still creating heat. I didn't push past far enough? No, he, he knocked you okay, out before okay, you got okay, that okay. far. Alright, well... So, start of your next turn, death saving throws. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.